Blog Talk Radio. Tracy and Craig show. Craig is going to be here in about 30 minutes or so. Um, he had to take care of a few things before we settle in for the night. Um, again, we will be live tweeting. I will be handling the show's account, and Craig will be from his personal blog account. Um, so, you know, we always have fun with uh, live tweeting, and uh, but tonight, um, I just feel it. It's going to be historical, and I hope you're part of it. I know I'm excited. I know today when when I went and placed that vote, <laughs> I, I, I mean, my hands were shaking. I um, it, it was such a historic moment, and um, I have a feeling we're going to be on the side of her story, not his story, but her story tonight. Um, so I do want to um, let you guys know we um, we are taking calls today, um, but we're not going to start that for about 30 minutes. Um, the reason why is that we have um, a, a guest with us that I'm, I'm so appreciative for her coming on. Her name is Kristen Bowen. Um, she is a, 
I believe um, lead, a lead volunteer in um, the Moms Demand Action Group out of Columbia, Missouri, uh, which is part of Gun Sense. You guys know we've had people on the show representing all these organizations, and um, she's a mother of two young sons. She she became involved in the gun violence prevention movement when she founded the Columbia Group in 2015. And um, I really appreciate her coming on. And Kristen, good afternoon. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How, how are you? I'm excited. Um, yeah, you just you just told me that you're taking a break in your car to call us. That you guys are still going around putting up Jason Candor signs. We are. We're canvassing for candor. We are out. Moms uh, volunteers are out in Columbia today. We've been out all weekend um, just going out for every last voter, and we are knocking on doors to make sure people know their polling place and um, hearing from us one last time about our Vincent's champion, uh, Jason Candor, for Senate. Absolutely. And well, I know the answer to this. Um, why, why Jason Kander? We are so excited. Uh, as I, I think a lot of people know, he made national news with uh, his incredibly powerful political ad for his campaign showing him blindfolded assembling an assault weapon. Um, and, you know, maybe the first time people saw it, it didn't, quite connect, but it's really resonated. He was sharing a message that um, we can be portive in the Senate and in Missouri of background checks, universal criminal background checks. And uh, it was so powerful and got so much recognition. Uh, It's really motivated moms in Missouri to work for his campaign. So we are out uh, in big numbers today. Um, But uh, Jason Kander, has also, you know, he he gets it. He's one of the candidates this cycle who, unlike previous election cycles, he um, is running on this issue, putting the issue front and center. It's fantastic. It it really is. Um, And we've also been fortunate to um, also have as a friend of the show, I'm sure you've probably heard of him, um, Curry Pennebaker out of Wisconsin yes. right there. Um, and, you know, he's a big, he's a big supporter of you guys. I know you, um, I know, <clears throat> excuse me, I've, I have taken sick with something. So my voice is going to sound like Peter Brady all day long. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, you know, we've, we've worked with Curry some on the show and we, you know, there are three or four guys that, I mean, I made a prediction last week that we're going to take over the Senate with, with 52. That's my bold prediction. Most are saying oh, 51. I hope you're right. I'm going with 52. Um, I, I, I know Curry, I know his heart, uh, and and um, I know a lot of people. I don't know Jason personally. I, I've given. I've, I've helped as much as I can. Um, but people that I know who know him and – um, seeing what support that you guys have given him, that's enough for me. I can't, I mean, you guys just see these moms. It's yeah. amazing. Oh, it's exciting. How you yeah, guys. We, 
it's this big posse of moms, and it's like, woo, I would not mess with them. I'm glad I'm on their side. Exactly. Well, we went to, here in Columbia, he's been going to get out the vote rallies all over the state, and we have moms in, um, well, across the state, we have five local groups. But um, when he came to Columbia this weekend, we had moms who'd been out canvass for, canvassing for him all day who were exhausted. But we came together and went to see him speak. And I will tell you, he made a beeline for the moms group and was happy to have a minute to say, you know, a few words with us. And, of course, we thanked him first for taking this position and for everything he's doing to bring attention to gun violence prevention in his campaign. He thanked us. And he said, you know, he is feeling it, his campaign is feeling it um, in Missouri, but nationally, that the enthusiasm, you know, it's, it's just the case that the overwhelming majority of voters are, are with us on this issue. And the fact yeah. that we're visible makes it easy. But um, it, was, it was really exciting to see him and be able to thank him in person. Um, he was fantastic and energized and uh, charming and really got out the excitement of the of the room it was really wonderful to see he's what we need i mean he's a he's a breath of fresh air roy blunt has been in there too long he's in the nra's back pocket um it's it's time it's it's time for new blood fresh ideas and you know we we have got to start taking gun violence prevention more serious in this country bottom line and you know um while you know i think the last the last statistic i know for a while it was in the 60 percentile but like now it's up around 75 to 80 percent that people want this and absolutely but yet you know it's you know, 70, 80% of Congress is voting because the NRA is padding their pockets. And, um, you know, there, there's got to be some, um, you know, some major changes that, that have to happen. And, um, you know, it's, it's definitely not um, too late. If you're in Missouri, polls are open till 7. We encourage you to vote for Jason Kander um, and there, you know, there's some other folks who talked about Kerry Pennebaker over in Wisconsin, um, you know, uh, down in Florida, there's a very good opportunity. Um, we can still change this. We can still make a, a, a big difference. Um, Kristen, what got you involved with Moms Demand Action? Well, I've been following um, the gun violence prevention movement for quite a while and involved through social media. You know, it's, it's a lot of um, information is available and ways to get engaged are available through social media, so Instagram and Facebook. But last summer, after just a string of, you know, horrific shootings and um, some gathering momentum in the Missouri legislature for some really frightening legislation. Uh, a couple of yeah. moms in Columbia and I just said, no way we cannot stand by. It's time to get involved. And unfortunately that's what it takes for a lot of us is, you know, this experience of 
mind-numbing, um, terrifying tragedy, these massive shootings, and our and our elected officials doing nothing, and instead, you know, right. even worse, right. taking the position that they're going to put forth these bills that are clearly gun lobby sponsored. It was horrifying to me, and uh, as you mentioned in the intro, I have two young sons, and I live in a university town. Columbia, Missouri is a big university town. The big issue the um, legislature was looking at first last session was campus carry, which would force yeah. um, guns onto our campuses. And quite honestly, it terrified me. So, um, Can you imagine? so I got involved. I mean, that's a nightmare. Oh, it is a nightmare, and it's it's happening in other states. I mean, we know it's happening, and it's um, we know also that it's even though we fought it and it it didn't go anywhere last session, that it's coming back to Missouri. So um, it's really motivated a lot of moms in my community, a lot of young moms who, you know, we all have a lot on our plates, but this is just not sure. It's not sane. It's insane. Well, you know, it's been really neat for me to watch um, here in Missouri, you know, um, I mean, obviously, we're kind of a progressive show, and with with me being one of the co-hosts, I'm a member of the LGBTQ community, and um, of course, Orlando, it, it shook me to my core, but, you know, there's just so many, and, and, and this is a horrible way to think, but if they didn't do anything after Sandy Hook, you know, right. a lot of us in the community were like, what are they going to do for a bunch of gays? Nothing. Right. And, right. and I, 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 I hear you. Been, yeah, it's been beautiful to see how maybe other minorities have come together in in order to fight this gun violence, you know, control and, and um, to fight for it, I should say. And because um, everyone, you know, has been shaken somehow by gun violence. So I, Absolutely. I know someone. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I, um, I feel like this is a big, you know, this is a tragic thing about this, this cause. This movement brings together people who have had that exact experience of just being so shaken by um, a horrific event and then feeling there was no response by our leaders and like you I I actually grew up when I was a kid I lived um, pretty close to Sandy Hook uh, in Newtown Connecticut I grew up in upstate New York and I have friends in that community my son was the same age as those first graders at the time and I felt it I felt it and it's um, it's horrifying to imagine you know these years have gone by and still no legislation no action from our leaders but what's so inspiring is seeing this election cycle so many candidates willing to sort of say this can't this can't stay we right. can't have this and we're not going to ignore our constituents anymore you know you were saying before that you know when we poll people on these questions the overwhelming majority of Missourians are with us and i mean i don't mean like 50%, I mean like 86% um, overwhelmingly yeah. opposed, yeah. you know, SB 656 last 
uh, term which eliminated the requirement for a permit to conceal carry in our state. Now, 86% of a state agreeing on one thing, you know, when does that ever happen? And our legislators ignored us. And we, I mean, this is what gets us going. The moms just, we see this and we say, enough. We've had enough. Right. And, you know, I don't, Missouri has woken up a lot of advocates because, you know, they tried the whole um, anti-LGBTQ bill um, around the same time as that. And it's like everybody got to know everybody. And it's like, you know what, we're going to stand together. And, um, you know, that I don't know what has happened to Missouri and its legislature, but it needs, it needs some <laughs> serious help. Um, well, yeah, but, yeah I but, think we, we see some really um, frighteningly extreme bills in our legislature. And yes, I think a lot yes. of regular Missourians who maybe aren't politically active, who don't see themselves as being involved in this stuff on a day-to-day basis, have been hearing about these bills and they just don't recognize this is not, this legislature does not represent us. And I think this is happening nationally, this extremist agenda. I mean, from my perspective, the gun lobby's uh, extreme agenda, it's just getting a rubber stamp in our state legislature and we're not okay with that. And people, when you, when you show them and that there's pretty straightforward ways to to speak back to this, um, people, are willing and they're right there. They're there with us. And it's very encouraging. I mean, that's why we're out here today, yeah. hanging door knockers on this Absolutely. gorgeous day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's, it, I think America is, I think they're finally waking up, um, you know, as a whole, <laughs> I don't know about here in Missouri. I mean, I know, you know, <laughs> I know that in, um, you know, St. Louis City, Columbia, Kansas City, the city part, I mean, those are pretty liberal areas, but well, you go to some other areas, maybe not so much. But, um, you know, it it's just, um, it's crazy how... You know, a lot of people that I knew that weren't that politically active, you know, have been like, wait a minute. They're trying to pass a law to legally discriminate against you or they're trying to, uh, you know, pass a law where you don't have to have, you know, a permit with the gun. I mean, what? (laughs) You know, so I think people are waking up and um I just want to say there is a caller on the air, but we're not going to, we're not taking calls right now. We've only taken them after three o'clock. Um, sorry, just wanted to get that out there real quick. <laughs> um, but I, um, I really think that um, there. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm being pie in the sky, but I think there's going to be a, an awakening tonight in America, and it's going to be a good well, one. I feel I feel really positive too, and I think our um, volunteers here in Columbia would agree with you. I mean, I you know just to go to the national level, you know we've been we started really early in this campaign season working for Hillary Clinton, and 
um, you know, she made it really clear very early on in her campaign that she was with us and that this is, you know, the politics have really changed around the issue of gun violence prevention. And um, Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact even just that she was willing to make it a centerpiece of her campaign means the conversation has changed. Um, it's not the third rail of politics anymore, which was something that you know, right. we would hear even really recently. Um, this is not an issue to shy away from. And now, you know, Missouri, we're a little slower um, to get there, but, it, but we're, we're getting there. And it's exciting. Yeah. Well, I moved here from Mississippi, so I feel like I'm living in a really progressive state. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I live in, I live in St. Louis City, and but then sometimes when I when I step out of um, this, you know, the city, I'm like, oh boy, you know, um, maybe maybe not so much, but. Um, well, you know, that's fair. Have, I mean, the politics in the state. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, I was just going to say the politics in different parts of the state really do vary. And our our moms, we definitely find that, um, you know, in, in the different groups across our state, that there are different um, attitudes about uh, gun violence prevention and different attitudes towards gun ownership. And honestly, we embrace that and think that that's important to um, talk about also. I mean, you sounds like um, you're aware of this already, but, you know, moms in our local group, we have uh, gun owners. We have, you know, Republicans. We have members of the NRA who have decided, you know, that they want to get involved. And so, you know, we live in a state where, you know, there is a culture of gun ownership and you know we're interested in making sure it's a responsible culture of gun ownership and um right a lot right. of people are there with us you know but meanwhile in places like where you are in st louis you know we are having a public health crisis with gun violence and um it's yeah. important to talk about that as well so you know our, missouri is complicated Very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um you know it it seems like every day I'm reading about another shooting in the city, and more likely than not, they're going to be fatal. And you know, it's 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 time to do something already. You know, it's it's been um, you know it's you know it's just it's been so it's just been too long. Right. Um, and I, I really, I think it's important, and I, I'm so excited that, um, you know, things are looking. I'm still optimistic today about the outcome of of our statewide races, um, but you know what what's really exciting, just the takeaway for me, is that no matter what happens, um, this is a movement, the gun violence prevention movement, that has just grown so much over the just the year that I've been involved. Um, and our membership, our numbers of supporters, we just keep growing. Here in Columbia, we 
have events. Um, now we're having events for the second time because we've been around here for a year, and people are really recognizing us. They see us. They know who we are, and um, they're starting to see, you know, these moms are not going anywhere. You know, we have enthusiasm to make a difference on this issue and to be involved and to, and to find ways to get more people involved. And, um, you know, we're, we're not eager for the fight of the legislative session. Of course, it's, you know, we're, we're working on our strategies and, and trying to think of smart ways to address these issues. But um, we are really looking forward to getting to Jeff City and working with whoever is elected on these issues because it's just so important. And we're, we just can't, we can't back down now. It, it's really emboldened us to keep moving forward. Absolutely. And please know that this this show is always available for you guys. And we definitely, um, you know, I I tell people I'm not a mom, but I'm an aunt. <laughs> and, well, you have a mom, and, probably, uh, right? <laughs> and and you know, sometimes I wonder if I'm not a little bit more protective. Um, <laughs> my sister says I'm overprotective, but um, oh. <laughs> but you know, I um, you know, I I wanted to have a world where you know, kids aren't dying at the hands of guns and. Um, all the violence that they see around them that they're, you know, scared to go to school. I mean, when kids see that that kind of stuff is happening, I mean, I, I would be petrified to go to school. Absolutely. And, you know, that's why, like I said, I'm so passionate about this legislation in Missouri not going forward to allow campus carry. I, I mean, you can imagine as a, as a, um, you know, a student yourself, uh, you know, you, we all remember what college life and the pressures of college life mm-hmm. are like. And the idea of introducing guns into the mix of all of the school pressure and the social pressure and, um, you know, oh, the impulsivity that students struggle with already, mm-hmm. um, it's terrifying. And I, I just think as far as, you know, living in a university community, um, the idea of people wanting to send their kids to us uh, for that to be in that environment, uh, it's ludicrous. So we have to work on this culture of, you know, kowtowing to the gun lobby's agenda and say no. And I'm so so grateful for your show bringing this issue uh, to people's attention. Well, we're, you know, we are very, you know, thankful that you guys, I know, I know you're busy and um, I know you got to be off in a few minutes, but we we really appreciate you coming on because, you know, we, we still want to get the word out. I mean, there's still plenty of time, four hours. So we've got four hours left to vote here in, in Missouri. And, you know, um, it's, we do close at seven, right? I'm not giving out false information. We do. No, you're giving good That's information. Okay. That's right. <laughs> I was saying, and if people minute. don't, if people don't know where their polling location is, um, I have the number here. It's one eight four four six six one eight six eight three. That's in Missouri to look up their polling location. Um, And that's really Mm -hmm. what we're out here doing today because, believe it or not, we're talking to people who haven't voted yet, who aren't sure, they didn't make a plan, um, and so they maybe need a reminder. 
It's important. Right. And um, for for other listeners outside Missouri, I mean, just about every, you know, Google, Yahoo, Facebook, um, about every site has where you can enter your address, and it will tell you where you need to go. And, um, you know, I've been posting stuff for the last few days about how you can get a ride to the polls and, you know, or if you can help, take your neighbors. I mean, obviously, we, we you know, let them vote for who they want to vote for. Don't <laughs> don't be a bully. But, you know, right. I mean, take people to the polls. And as uh, as a lot of, of the churches have been talking about, souls to the polls. And, um, you know, we, we've got to get them there. And, um, you know, I believe that, you know, I just, I have a, I have a very good feeling about tonight. Are, do you have any um, election night plans? We do. In Columbia, um, a bunch of moms volunteers who've been out canvassing for candor and making calls for Hillary, we're all going down to uh, the official Democrats' watch party because they've invited us, and we can't wait to celebrate tonight some local victories. Yep, uh, at the Blue Note. I don't know if you know Columbia. It's oh, fabulous. Oh, I love the Blue Note. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, so we're going to go celebrate, uh, we hope, not to jinx anything, but um, it's you know, a <laughs> big supportive room for us to all gather in. So we'll be doing that. Um, it, it, it'll be fun. I think it'll be good to get out and be with other people. Oh, definitely. Um, I have plans to, I mean, I've, I've, had several events I've been invited to, and I don't know what happened to me over the weekend, but I'm so sick. I'm like, people do not need to be around me right now, but I, I can barely <laughs> talk as it is. So I think I'm just going to be sitting here in my pajamas with my computer and my electoral map out. I literally printed it out. I predicted my course. We'll see how you know, how that falls um, you know, my co-hopeful and I, he's in the 300s, and I'm like close to 80 with my electorate. Long as we get me, that's all I'm So, tonight it's a blue note. We're going to be at the Blue Note at 7, and I confess, I think my connection to the show is um, not strong all of a sudden, so I hope that answers your question. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No problem. You, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you guys have fun tonight. Um, find us on Twitter and follow us. And I, um, I do, I do. Yeah, and, uh, oh, and, and I will okay. share it with the moms. Yeah, I'll share it with the moms in Columbia and across Missouri. And send us some um, pictures of celebrations. Oh, good. I will. Yeah, we will. We'll all be there in our moms' t-shirts, toasting our candidates with gun sense. Wonderful. I want I my I I really wanted to go. I was invited over to Kansas City for Candor's party, and that's oh. where I really wanted tonight. But I, it's <laughs> there's no way. Um, yeah, it's been a long I, I election cycle. This morning. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, we, it's yeah. been a long road. It's really taken a toll on a lot of us, and it's important to know where you need to stop. I, I definitely regrouped with my family this afternoon, and we just sat around playing board games and, you know, kept the cell phones away. It's important to take a break from this election, and soon. Right, right. Um, my co-host and I will be uh, taking a few days off. I, we, we have a show tomorrow scheduled, and then I'm going to Florida for a few days. Dang it. All right. <laughs> yeah. That sounds so, good. We're going to take a few days off from the show, and, you know, there's still going to be a lot of work to do. We're going to, I, you know, we're going to be facing lots of obstacles, but, um, you know, we'll all, we'll all be working together. I have no doubt about that. And you guys keep up the good work, and um, I want I, I want you guys to tweet me pictures. Um, I want to see how you mom is celebrating. Okay, we will. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, thank you, Tracy. Sure, thank you. All right, bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, that was great. Sounds like we're getting a lot of good reports coming out of the calendar count, but I see that my co-host Craig has joined me. Hello, sir. Hey Tracy, how you doing? I'm good. Should you I tell the listeners what you were doing? No, no, we no, were going to take there. pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was getting uh, hot and sweaty. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm hanging in. I'm. Uh, I'm glad I. Went and rested for a few minutes before the show. That's good here. How, how are you taking election day thus far? Um, you know what? I'm feeling really good about it. What about you? I'm feeling cautiously optimistic. I usually my gut instinct is usually pretty spot on when I wake up in the morning. In the morning, and there's some big event happening, and I really don't feel that nervous right now so that's a good thing I, I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm overly optimistic I want to celebrate before we've won but uh, I'm, I'm not feeling that nauseated at this point in time so ho- hopefully that continues <laughs> yeah I'm um, you 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 voted early didn't you I did I voted a couple weeks ago yeah that's what I thought we don't have that here. We just have the absentee ballot, and it's a pain in the ass. So, I, I'm, not uh, really, I'm not really a big fan of long lines on election day, so I like to go early. Well, it was really great. Um, I've always done this, um, especially you know since I, my office is in my home. Um, our polling place is like literally around the corner, and I wait. For all the pre-work people, you know, like before 9, and usually at 9, 9.30, I start walking up that way. It can get mm-hmm. there before the lunch crowd gets there. And it wasn't that bad when I went. But now when my wife went this morning, she, well, she gets up at 5 and goes running and all that crazy stuff. Um, <laughs> and um, Yeah, no, exercise she, is so crazy. <laughs> Those people that exercise, uh, yeah, I exercise too, but I'm I'm not a five o'clock in the morning. Actually, I mean I've I've got to wake no, up. No, me either. I I try to work out every day, but not five in the morning. That's for sure. Uh, no, not at five. 
But she got there right at six when it opened, and there was a line. But she said it wasn't that bad. That's good. So, yeah. Um, but I talked to one of the um, uh, election folk at the uh, site just to see, you know, if they've seen a good crowd and. I mean, I didn't ask, you know, hey, have you been looking over people's shoulder? Who are they voting for? <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, as you know, you know, it's been it's been a pretty consistent, you know, crowd coming in, and that, you know, obviously towards the end of the day is when they're gonna probably mm-hmm. be their biggest. Um, yeah, I think you, you mentioned. Know, the, I don't know if you saw the picture, but when Donald Trump voted earlier today. I saw a post on Twitter where he's kind of looking over and peeking at at his wife's voting kind of, I don't know if it's special <laughs> or not, but it, it kind of made it seem like he didn't really trust that she was going to vote for him. <laughs> Can you blame her? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you saw that. It made me laugh. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> well, did you did you see? I mean, this is actually on the, on the news news that um, – like people were gathered outside his polling place to boo him when he got there, and that, I mean that's in your own hood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's some You're pretty loud roars going on. And people are booing you. I mean, yeah. that's when you know. I mean that people think you're an asshat. <laughs> they show up just to boo you at your own polling place. <laughs> and I just I. I did. I, I, heard, I did. I heard, I heard some out. guys continually yell out, "You're such a phony! You're such a phony!" or something like that. And <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Oh yeah, they were getting. It's it's somewhere on my timeline. I've been posting a lot today. Mm-hmm. But um, it was. Uh, I, I I did a little uh, periscope from right kind of showing people as I was walking up uh, to vote. And I actually had you know, people from other countries were like, that's so cool. Where you just have it set up at a school. And, mm-hmm. you know, I even, I even have one of our listeners who's from Britain was like, I just wanted to hop over that fence with you and go vote for Hillary. And I'm a Brit. <laughs> and I'm like, we'll take it. Come on. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Get a direct flight over. <laughs> Go into LaGuardia. Yeah, we'll, you can make it. Yeah, we'll take all the votes we can get. Uh, us Democrats, we tend to actually like people to vote as opposed to uh, some individuals in the GOP, like Donald Trump, for instance. They, they filed a suit today. I don't know if you saw it against the state of Nevada, Clark County in particular, for uh, allowing people to early vote when it was past the, the deadline on Friday Friday night. And the, the judge already, already struck it down. So <laughs> Trump's 0 for 1 on his uh, lawsuits today. Well, he's, you know, I've said we're going to live tweet about the election. <laughs> I, I've, I've said, yeah, we'll probably be up all night. But then I'm like, you know what? Even if that asset doesn't concede, when she, when she hits 270, Screw you, Donald Trump. I mean, he's he's probably gonna. I I foresee him trying to tie shit up in court. But good luck. 
Yeah, if she dominates tonight, though, more so than you think with your with your math, whichever way you lean, I'm not sure. Then hopefully he'll concede. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll see. I'm sick. I, am. I can't do math. <laughs> yeah, Trace and I were messaging each other on on a Twitter earlier today, and I'd already said that I think Clinton will get 323 electoral votes and Trump will get two, 215. <laughs> And Tracy came back to me, and she said, well, I think it might be in the 270 to 290 range. And then she goes, well, let me bust out the electoral math. And she comes back, well, actually, I think she'll get, what was it, 342? And then, then she – Yeah, then she, 340-something. Then she, yeah, and then she <laughs> typed out all the states she thought were, were going to go Clinton's way. And I, I, I did the math in my head, and there were 24 states, including D.C., which came out to be 279 electoral votes. She, she even left out Florida and North Carolina, which, which I have her winning. And I was going, yeah, I, I think your math's off again. <laughs> you might want to <laughs> double check that. <laughs> math, no, dude. Yeah. Hey, we've got a caller. I think I know sure. who this is. Hey, Uh-oh. Hold on. That's a good caller. Caller, right. you're on the air. It's Tracy. Who are you? Is this who I think it is? Um, My friend? That depends. <laughs> yes, yes, it would be the niece of the lollipop munchkin herself. At your service, madam. <laughs> Hello. Yes, it is I, Stacey Michelle Barrington, the little Southern Belle who um, is not the one with the stereotypical Southern mentality. I believe in uh, hospitality, of course, and very good Southern cooking. Who doesn't? Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> but uh, but the thing is, you know, hey, I love fried chicken as much as anybody else. <laughs> but uh, the thing is, you know, um, I. I know that um, I don't want, I never have fit into like the stereotype of being the conservative, you know, or it's not to say that people can't have family values, political values, any other kind of values or traditions that they want to keep alive. But there's a difference between that and being dangerously fanatical. And unfortunately, that's exactly what a lot of people are, dangerously fanatical um, ignorant more than anything else and sometimes even if you try to show them the truth they don't see it and unfortunately that's everything that Donald Trump is he personifies all of that and I don't want to see that SOB elected as president I wouldn't vote for him for city council I wouldn't want him to be picking up my garbage <laughs> Although maybe it would fit. You know, as a matter of fact, I do um, some volunteer work at the local animal shelter, the Mobile SPCA. It's not affiliated with the major mm-hmm. ASPCA, mm-hmm. but wonderful people there. I far, uh, first started doing um, volunteer work with them back in uh, late 2014, and I'd adopted a dog from them in the past, sadly. My little dog, that's Anna, great. you know, passed away, but he was a sweet little dog. Have plenty of pictures of him, but that's another matter. But anyway, I was just thinking <laughs> when I was doing uh, some of my volunteer work, like uh, getting out the newspapers, you know, for like the puppies, I found so many newspapers with pictures and articles with Donald Trump. And I'm thinking, you know, this is something <laughs> that he's actually good for to be pissed and pooped on. <laughs> I never enjoyed putting newspapers. I never, I never. I never enjoyed putting newspapers out for that purpose that much in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he does the good. Yeah. 
but yeah, he's, um, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, one of my friends, one of my friends, he works there too. You know, I was saying to him, you know, just between you and me, I was telling him about, you know, the purpose of the newspapers, and he said, no, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> he, believe me, he doesn't want he doesn't want him in office either. But what's really unsettling about Trump is his complete lack of empathy. He comes across as a sociopath. Not all sociopaths are serial killers. There are sociopaths who just have no conscience. They don't care about anybody but themselves, and they will walk all over anybody else to get what they want. And that's exactly what he's done pretty much all of his life. Even before he ran for president, I wasn't crazy about this guy, but the more he's you know, and lately, let me tell you, there's sometimes, you know, if I have to listen to him prattle on about anything, I think, you know what, it's not polite to talk with your mouth full, considering the fact that you have your foot stuck in it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's got that down to a science now, it seems like. Yeah. But, well, thank but the you, thing thank is, you it's not – Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to hold you up for too long. There's probably a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't want to hog the time, you know, for anybody else who might want to put in their two cents. (laughs) Well, it's good to know we've got some uh, good Southerners that are doing the right thing. And, um, you know, one one day we're going to turn the South blue. One day. Well, that's one thing I would like – that's one thing I would really love to see more than anything else. And one thing that restores my faith in humanity is I have found like-minded souls. Sometimes they're not necessarily younger people or millennials. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're just good people who want to see positive change. And that's just it. It's not a conspiracy of the liberals, you know, to overthrow the government altogether or the country. Nobody's trying to steal anything from anyone. We just want progressive change so there's more equality. That's what this is really about. You're right. Amen. Yep. Oh, I well, we've got another caller, so thank yeah, exactly. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, talk to you guys on night. Twitter then. Yeah, we'll, you too. We'll Thanks for the call. Tonight. Have a good night, Stacey. Okay. Hey, we've got another caller uh, calling, really? I think, from the Oregon area. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Cherokee Shill calling from uh, Tigard, Oregon. Oh, well, hi there. Welcome hey. I'm glad you called in. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm at work, but I just wanted to call in real quick and and uh, just say something that had uh, been on my mind. I've been hearing this a lot, and as I was getting ready for work this morning, I was watching The View, and uh, I can't remember what the lady's name was, but she made a mention about um, how Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton are both liars, and I thought – Wow, you know, we have become so inundated with media and, you know, where we get our information from that we have we've really become uh, a dumbed a down society, in, in my opinion. Um, Hillary Clinton is not a liar, um, and I think that she has been rated as one of the, the more honest politicians out there. Um, and she's, you know, and if, if she has said something that wasn't true, I don't believe it was with the intention of misleading the public. I, I, I believe that she believed what she was saying at the time. And when, and the thing 
that I have come to really like about her is the fact that she will change her mind. You know, when, when she is presented with evidence that something isn't good for the people or the country, she will change her mind and she will make those choices that are the best for the people, all the people, whether they're Republican right. or Democrat. So she's not, she's not out there trying to willfully mislead people, unlike Donald Trump. <laughs> so right. I, just, I just needed well, to say that because I hear that so much. Yeah, I mean, Go ahead. Here's, here's the thing is that, you know, just for, for instance, because this was something that, that hit home for me that impacted my life, um, was marriage equality. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, even, even President Obama, um, you know, he had a huge uh, interview, you know, with NBC that, that says, you know what, my I've come around and I support gay marriage. And there were a lot, there are a lot of people in, in the LGBTQ community that were really upset at first about Hillary, but she's come around. Um, mm-hmm. You got, you got to remember, you know, I mean, even though we're probably self-involved now, 20 years ago, you probably, you know, didn't feel the same way about things that, you do now, you know, and um, so, yeah, I mean, I can appreciate when someone's thought processes can evolve and see that, you know, that is okay, and um, and it's not like, I mean, I, I don't consider that, you know, an intentional misleading, and, you know, I mean, do politicians lie? I mean, you know, is the Pope Catholic? I mean, yes, they you know, there there are times when it's going to happen. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's from the president down to the city dog catcher. I mean, they're politicians. Sometimes they have to say things for different reasons. And um, that's uh, – but, you know, no, I, I, I go around. Yeah, I know. Exactly. And that's, that's the thing that I really think people are missing is that there's, there's a difference between saying something that you think is true, which isn't true, versus saying something to intentionally mislead people. And that's, that's where I think the real difference is. And, and I really wish I'm, I'm, you know, I voted for Bernie in in the primaries. And I'm, but I'm not, I'm not, yeah. You know, I'm not one of those people who's going to sit here and be like, oh, we could have had Bernie. You know, it, it, people think that, you know, Bernie Sanders, that they that the uh, alt-right would not find any dirt on him. And they are so wrong. They would totally find something to say about him uh, just as anybody else. And I think that's what we as, as you know, um, so really I'm I'm trying to in this I'm I want to kind of reach out to the third party voters uh who are who are voting today and just say that you know we we can't one we can't cry over spilt milk and two we have to Bernie and Hillary who are working together together to make that same agenda that he was trying to push out there that we all fell in love with so you know so voting for Hillary is not the lesser of two evils. It is the greater good. So 
But I got to get right back to do. work. Yeah, exactly. I, I got to get back. Yikes. <laughs> Thanks. All right. You guys well, have a good one. All right. Thanks for all calling right, in. All right. Bye. All right. Take care. Thanks. Hey, people oh, are calling I, in today. Oh, I, w- I was going to add <clears throat> that it, it's pretty much a false equivalence argument to compare Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump as far as honesty goes. Like, right. he briefly mentioned, like he briefly mentioned, yes, all politicians stretch the truth here and there, but the numbers are, aren't even close. The uh, Pulitzer Prize-winning fact-checking site, PolitiFact.com, is graded close to 300 statements by both candidates. And among of these yep. statements, Hillary Clinton, uh, 51% or 148 of Hillary Clinton's statements were graded either true or mostly true, whereas 76 or 26% of her statements were graded mostly false, false, or pants on fire, which is a net plus 25%. Donald Trump, right. meanwhile, he's had 51 statements rated true or mostly true for 15%. And he's had 231 statements rated mostly false, false, or pants on fire, which is, uh, where am I at? 70%. So that's, that's a minus 55%, which gives Hillary Clinton an honesty edge of, what is it, 80% plus 80%. And those, those numbers aren't even close. Only 14 out of 300-plus statements mm-hmm. rated of Donald Trump's were graded as true, whereas 57 were graded pants on fire, if that tells you anything. Right, right. Tells me plenty. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, sadly, you're going to have the, you know, <laughs> grassy knoll GOP Tea partiers, you know, that, oh, that side's liberal. I mean, it's like, oh, come on now, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's their argument. If, facts, if it, facts are liberal, the truth is liberal. Right. Science is, science is liberal. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, two plus science. two equals four. That, that's liberal. <laughs> <laughs> because science. Yeah, don't exactly. make another math joke. <laughs> <M3>. <laughs> Be nice to the co-host, Dave. <laughs> just, I've declared it that. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, today, um, you know what? we got another call, and then I'll get wow. back to what I was going to say, because I'm, I'm trying not to make people wait. Um, cause this is a show for the people today, <laughs> right? 906 area code. I'm coming to you. Hi. Hello. Paula, how are you guys doing? What? I'm good. What's your name? Where are you good. calling Welcome from? I am PJ secluded. I'm the one who wrote the blog, very, uh, Bernie lover and third party supporter. Oh, hello. I am so glad you called in. Craig, I need to send you this blog. I posted it. Um, Thank you so much for calling in. I was kind of hoping you would. I almost asked you to, yeah. but some people yeah, hate to call the show in and listen. And... <clears throat> it's a uh, so we're, we're kind of having oh, go ahead. for all Election Tuesday. You know, normally we're a little bit more structured, but we're like we want to hear from the people. And um, oh yeah, that's that's cool. Might... I kind of like it that way. 
Yeah. Well, we always try to make time for that. Um, do you, you want to tell us a little bit about what you wrote? Um, or do you have other um, comments, too? In- yeah, um... Well, the reason I wrote it is, like, basically there was that, there was kind of that rundown of, you know, um, I'm gay, getting married, having to go back into the closet type of deal, and that was kind of the catalyst that set me off in motion, because I was, I was a very, I mean, staunch third-party supporter and Bernie lover. I mean, I've said some real horrible things to Hillary people, uh, um, supporters, uh, things about Hillary, and I've I've kept it on my blog and also on my social media, because I kind of want to see the change that I've made and the enlightenment I've also made. But um, yeah, with that, it finally dawned on me because I protested in Washington, D.C. And I protested against corrupt government, all the things which I think maybe Hillary, you know, isn't really too great at. Okay, but besides all that, that's what made me really think about things. I protested. And I also ended up getting arrested that day when I sat in. And that was a big uh, like life-defining moment for me, and that sure. what made me think. Um, I was like, you know what? I was able to protest. I was able to, you know, speak my mind, free speech under a democratic process, and be able to do that. And you know, you know, bitch at anybody, bitch about the problem, expect change. And I was like, holy shit! Oh, can I cuss? I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Okay. And I was like, there's no way, there's no way in hell that Trump is going to do that for us because what people, I don't think if you really read between the lines, Trump is actually the kind of person who would take your guns. He's the kind of person because the one thing people like him with his mentality and his, his egocentrism is you've got to keep the masses stupid. And the ones that are educated, take the one thing away from them that they have, which could be guns. So I was like, okay, well there's that, but think about all the other things that are possible that he could take away from the people. What the hell? What mm-hmm. if I can't vote? What if he puts that much fear in all of us? You know, what if we? What if I can't protest? And I was like, you know, as much as I, you know, for a lot of reasons I can't stand Hillary, I know for a fact she will honor that. And being a veteran, right. especially after what Trump has said about veterans, what he has said about me personally, um, especially about POW uh, war heroes, I was like, as a veteran, yeah, I, as I, a woman, I was going to ask you about that. Did he? Did he say oh, something yeah, that, about you specifically? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, me in general, no. as a as a veteran in general, he basically passive aggressively said that uh, the veterans that can't hack it, that have come back from war, are um, mm-hmm. weaker. And then what he said about McCain, about, you know, he wasn't a hero, you know, the ones who don't get caught are, are the heroes. Well, my dad was a Special Forces uh, Vietnam veteran, and he personally, you can look this gentleman up, personally um, served with what uh, the gentleman named James N. Rowe. James and Rowe was a POW, and he was one for seven years, and he managed to escape, and he actually wrote a book about his seven years to freedom. <clears throat> was one of the most honorable men you'd ever meet. He eventually, years later, after he got out of the military, he was, he was serving under some kind of federal government um, um, thing. I can't remember even what country it was in. He ended up getting assassinated. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Just, there's, there's too many things you know, riding on the line right now. And in, in like in my blog, I wouldn't, I, I can't say it's a, a wasted vote. I can't say it's a protest vote because believe me, I've been there. I was pissed. Like, how dare these people? Bernie was the man. You know, he's the one who cared. But you know what? At this point, if there's anything you have to think about, it's, it's the fact, <laughs> kind of think of it this way. We need to make sure that Trump doesn't get in there. So regardless how you mix that or think about that, there's, there's really only one option. 
you know, and it is voting for Hillary. And, um, you know, I'll stand by her. And the one thing I can definitely be guaranteed of, the fact that, you know, you know, tomorrow I can tell her I think she's full of shit. I can tell her that I don't like her next year when she's voted in. I could tell her the same <laughs> thing, and she'll honor that. She may not like it, but she will honor that, and I love that. I love that I can protest against her if I need be. I could tell her what I think is wrong. And as a veteran and as a woman and as, as, um, as, as a lesbian, I can do all those things, and I'll also be guaranteed that nobody's going to try and take my marriage away, you know, and, right. and many other right. things. And that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, I'm with you there. I mean, um, we've talked about it some on the show that, you know, where I where I live, our um, marriage equality had not passed yet, but our governor said if you get married in a state that you know where you where you can officially be married, then we will recognize it here. So I mean, yeah. we live we live in a border town, so we just went across we just went across you know the river and drove up to Chicago and um, just made a big weekend out of it and got married and but you know yeah, it awesome. got closer to it got closer to the time where the Supreme Court you know was going to be releasing um, you know their ruling on it. I, I mean, I couldn't sleep the night before. I mean, you know, so many people don't understand this. And, yeah. I mean, I was in tears because I'm like, this woman that I've laid next to you for 14, almost 15 years, we were finally able to marry. Is it all going to be taken away from me tomorrow? And Yeah, and there's a lot of people who won't know that feeling. Right. Yeah, sorry. And it's he's, like, a, he's already said that Scalia, he wants kind of a Scalia sort of figure to fill in the Supreme Court, so... Roe v. Wade yep. in jeopardy, the Affordable Care Act, Obergefell, et cetera. I mean, we really have to think about that when we go to the voting booths. Exactly, yes. Right. Exactly. And, you know, and the things that know, we both, you and I that have been through being, you know, being gay, you know, that even it's the smallest things that some people are not going to be able to touch, you know, and they can try and understand, but there's some things that they can't. Like, you know, like I wrote about a little bit in my blog, you know, they, they're never going to understand this, mm-hmm. this concept of, like, going back in the closet. Okay, you can come out, but there's actually a thing mm-hmm. about having to go back, at a, back in out of fear, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, right. Uh, you know, holding my wife's hand. There's, there's so many people out there, you know, straight couples, or, you know, that will hold their spouse's hand, and it's like they don't even think about it. It's so natural. It's, it's such a normal activity for them. Me, I, I, I honestly have to think about it before I even do that, and I hate that. I hate that so much. You know, the fact that before the marriage, you know, I would have to lie and say, oh, well, I'm the sister in order to go see my loved one. You know, and it's like those little things mm-hmm. that also get to me, you know, that I have to think about. Not mm-hmm. This isn't about me. I have a very world-centric view about things. I'm thinking about the youth, the youth in this country, the, the 40% of the, you know, LGBT youth make up uh, the homeless youth in this country, a huge amount of our youth, our LGBT youth, are committing suicide. I'm a three-time suicide survivor because of what yeah. I've had to go through. Um, my first gay pride parade was in Alaska. They were throwing garbage at us. They were spitting on us, and they were calling us every slur under the book that they could possibly can. And there's people that have come before us who have died, you know, and we need to think of them. But this isn't about me any longer. There's people – I don't want these LGBT youth ever writing another damn letter to their family saying, hey, goodbye. It was fun while it lasted, but not really. I'm gay. Let's not have that. You know, I'm so sick of seeing that. 
And that's why I have done this. As a veteran, yes, but it was the youth that I was thinking about. I remember what it was like. You know, let's give them a chance in this world. I want to see all of them become something. You know what? We're going to have the next woman president. You know, we had an African-American president. Let's have the first openly gay president. You know what? It's possible, and today we're going to find out. We're going to know. Let's continue the tradition towards change and progress, and we can all do it together, and then we can do it, and we're stronger together. And that's how I feel, and that's what gave me the motivation to write the blog post. Yeah, it was a really and uh to our listeners, I've I've posted that again. I've posted it several times today because it, it was very it was very moving and um you know and there's just you know, you're not gonna agree with you know, everything from a presidential candidate. You're just not. Oh yeah. And and it, and it's and it's not a and it's not a Battle of well, to me anyway, it's not a battle of it. Is it, is it you know the lesser of two evils? I mean, when it comes down to it, um, Craig has a great. Will you will you give your analogy about the doctor that you did the other day? I mean, this this is such a. I mean, it, it just makes so much sense. Well, I, I basically said. Just imagine you're a patient, you're going in for a potentially life-altering surgery, and you have two options as far as the doctor goes. One doctor, well, she's made a few mistakes in her past. She has 30 years of experience in the field. She uh, does everything she can to reach out to others and make sure it's a successful surgery. Or your, your other option is someone who has, who's a doctor and name only. He's never had any experience in the field. He's never gone to medical school. He has no medical license of any kind. He just talks a good game. Who do, you, who do you want to perform your operation? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's, you know, when people are going to make mistakes, I mean. People may find that as a, um, you know, a very simple uh, comparison, but it's so it's so right. I mean, when he gave that, I was like, that is the best I have heard yet. Um you know, comparing, because you're not, I mean, you're you're not going to agree all the time with anyone in your life. I mean, you're married, yeah, you're, you understand. Even if, I, even if I ran for president, I wouldn't agree with myself all the time. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know I wouldn't. I, I, I would be, uh, you know, I would probably be committed because I would be, Speaking to myself on each side of the desk in the Oval Office, you know, trying to uh, debate with myself. But um, I mean, seriously, the Trump's such a wild card. He's 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 changed his political affiliation, believe five or six times in the past twenty years. Right. I mean, he used to be a staunch pro-choice individual. Now he's pro-life. He's been yeah. in support of gun gun reform. Now he's against it. He's gone every single way he possibly can on the map. And at the end of the day, I don't, I don't even think he knows where the hell he, he lies in many positions. Yeah, exactly. That's the one thing annoying me about um, a, a lot of people saying, oh, my gosh, she's not for LGBT. It's just for votes. You know, well, you know, there's always going to be a little semblance for the whole mm-hmm. we want votes thing. But the one thing I try to put clear, make clear to people is the fact that, you know what, can you tell me through your lifetime that you've never decided to change your mind on a single issue right. that, may have, that you may have thought a certain way mm-hmm. maybe a few years ago? I was like, it's not about wanting votes. It's about becoming enlightened, and thank God she is now, you know, because yeah. um, right. we have an opponent that is not enlightened at all, 
who wants to take my marriage away, wants to take, you know, wants to actually essentially take the safety of our LGBT youth and schools away. And that, yeah, is my soapbox issue. So, you know what, let's, let's not go that route. You know, and like I said right. in my blog, <laughs> when this is over, guess what? Day one, I'm back there working for the third party, building a stronger foundation because that's, that's what the issue is right now. There's, there's not enough of foundation. There wasn't a year isn't a good enough time after burning, not getting in there was not a good enough time. But, hey, you know what? I can be positive of. We made exposure. There's exposure for us. So let's go with that. That's the positive aspect of this. <laughs> let's build our foundation and, here, and let's yeah. come back. The 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 geo part GOP party as we know it is imploding all around us. Oh, definitely. And if there if there was a time for a true third party to come in, the time is now. And um, exactly, you know, I mean, Craig and I'll tell you, we've told everybody, you know, we voted for Bernie in in the primaries. We both voted for Bernie, um, you know, but you know, we support Hillary. It was just what we felt like we needed to do at the time, what was what was best for us, what I, you know, what I thought was best for the country. But that doesn't yeah. mean I don't like Hillary. And, um, you know, I had the opportunity to work in her campaign back when she ran in 08. I, you know, um, oh, and awesome. she's come a long way since then. So, mm-hmm. um you know, and Sanders brought attention to a lot of progressive causes, I think, and he helped yeah. kind of swing Clinton a little bit left, left for I think, in the political spectrum. So I, I really think that his candidacy mm-hmm. was a positive for both Hillary Clinton and the country at large. Mhm. Yeah. 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 Um, and you know, and the, the, the thing is, I think I ha- I really want to applaud Hillary for this, but also applaud. You know, Bernie for Senator Sanders, and I shouldn't be calling them by the first names. I mean, they they've earned this respect. Um, Senator yeah, you guys go way back though. You know, Burn and Hill. I, I know. I mean, everybody's calling them <laughs> that, but I, I I'm I'm really big into giving people respect. I mean, they've earned that. And um, but Senator Sanders, um, you know, really came to her side, and he has. Um, you know, if he wants to take it, I think we're going to see, I, you know, and if she wins tonight, I think we will see Bernie in a cabinet seat if, if he wants it. We could yeah. use him in the Senate still, obviously, but um, I think he would be, you know, we're, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but I, I think he would be a hell secretary of education. Um, uh, yeah, I agree with that. He would be amazing, um, but yeah. you know he may feel like his place is in the Senate, and you know we certainly don't want to take a chance of losing any spots there. I mean, hopefully we're going to be gaining yeah. some tonight. Vermont, uh, extremely blue state, though. So even if you were to go in Clinton's cabinet, I think right. we feel pretty safe about Democrat winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah very right. true, very I mean, true. It, it it'll definitely you know it. I, I'm pre- I mean it would be safe, but you know. Um, I think I think she's really listened to him, followed his advice, um, because he was able to reach people, you know, especially millennials that um, she doesn't exactly well at the beginning didn't really click with, but I, I think that Senator Sanders has really helped with that, and 
Um, and, and she's changed a, a lot of um, stances on things and has backed off or has um, has seen has seen the way that Senator Sanders believes. And I think he's played um, a really big part in this. I mean, probably bigger than we know. And, um, you know, I I'm I'm, you know, excited to see what opportunities are, are going to be out there for him should he choose it. Um, I think she'll, she'll make a, make a very good decision when it comes to her camp, you know, her cabinet. And I believe he will be offered a position. That's my opinion. Yeah. I have no, no inside track there. <laughs> That's just me. Um, yeah. I thought of all those things and, but I'm trying not to get ahead of myself. It's just kind of like, let's mm-hmm. take this one step at a time. Yeah, exactly. game, let's see, you know, <laughs> All right, and well, if I'm Uncle like Joe stays the Secretary of State, uh, I would love Uncle Joe. That's my name for Vice President Biden because he <laughs> he just reminds you of that sweet little uncle. I thought, and, I, thought you're, I thought you're all about respecting the the candidates and politicians with you know Senator well, Sanders. I mean, yeah, exactly. Uncle I, was Joe. About that. I was about to get you on that. <laughs> I mean that with respect. I love Uncle Joe. You just don't get it. I I love him. Um, I'm just teasing you. <laughs> Yeah, right. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, you guys, please go read PJ's article. PJ, stay in touch with me. Um, I sent you a direct message, so um, stay in touch. And, um, uh, and guys, go go read this, Um, especially if you're, you know, kind of still, you know, if you haven't gone to vote yet and you're still teeter-tottering, I'm okay. You know, am I going to go third party? Am I going to try to make a statement that way? My bottom line is, you guys, voting a third party right now, you might as well vote for Trump. I mean, that's that's just the bottom line. I mean, I hate to sound so crass, but I think we will get to the point one day where we have a strong third party or (laughs) the third party moves into the GOP slot, which is fine by me, and the GOP just falls apart. Um, You know, who knows? But – let me, I, let me ask. Please, we, please don't vote for Trump, though. Tr- Tracy's saying, "Don't vote for Trump." Okay, you can finish your sentence now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought I said it would be like voting for Trump. Yeah, yeah. don't want that to happen. No, no, please, no. God, you correct me today. And I'm Mr. Fact Checker. <laughs> I, I know. But thanks again, PG. I hope you have a good night. Any plans to? Uh, I don't know if she's already left. Sorry, PJ. I was going to ask her if she had any plans for tonight. Um, uh, I know. Are are you going anywhere, Craig? Have you said? I know. I think. I think we're both pretty much in for the night. Um, Are you going to go out and watch any with friends or? Nope. I'm staying put uh, with the television on, and while I'm staying at the computer. Checking out different sites, seeing if anybody got uh, updates quicker than somebody else, and live tweeting throughout probably. Yeah, we will. Uh, I will be tweeting from the show's website, um, so that will be me behind the magical mirror. <laughs> um, well, whatever it was called, the Wizard of Oz. Stacy has me thinking of Wizard of Oz. Um, did you know her uncle? Um, was in the Wizard of Oz. They see that called us from Mobile. No, I did not. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm sorry. I'm giving strange facts today. (laughs) This is a new segment on the Tracy and Craig show. Tracy's (laughs) random facts. Hey, that's why everybody wants me on their trivia teams. I mean, because I I am the queen of useless knowledge. I, 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 I really am. I mean, something that can win me, you know, $5 million, you know, like coming up with, you know, a cure for a disease or something. Nope, but I can help your team win trivia night. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, on that note, can we do a quick break? I'm in desperate need of water. I, I feel like I'm, like, about to drown over here. Um, Sounds good. Yeah, I know. That's way too way too much information for everybody. But <laughs> I, I'm here for the people all day long. I'm here. And I didn't finish our thoughts on, on live tweeting. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, but I'll I'll be the I'll I'll be the one tweeting from our uh show account and um Craig will be on his account that's associated with his blog and his books. And speaking of books, before we go to the break, would you like to tell about the wonderful deal you're offering? I have um posted this a couple of times on my show and I'm sure you've got it posted on I mean on my um well, the show's uh, Twitter. Have you um, posted on yours about the sale? I, one day I only. Didn't. One day, one day, one day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, considering my, my book is pre- pretty much revolves around uh, Donald Trump and making fun of him, I thought for Election Day I'd, I'd do a, a discount. So on paperback only today, it's, it, my book, uh, Orange is the New Crazy, will be at 25% off, uh, lulu.com. And it's still available for on your Kindle uh, at Amazon.com for two ninety nine. But yeah, just just today, twenty four hours, it'll be on sale, twenty five percent off at Lulu.com. Orange is the new crazy. I've uh, received some good reviews thus far, so I I got that going for yeah, me tonight. Yeah, you received <laughs> one hell of a review from a reviewer. I am a yeah. professional reviewer, so I, yeah, uh, I, I yeah, I received a very flagging review from uh, one Tracy Fort. You might know her. Yes. There's some days <laughs> I wish for, I didn't know Thank you for her, that. But... <laughs> we yeah, all get on mean, ourselves once in a while. And and if you know, if you're like me, you like everything electronically. Um, it's also on Kindle, and it's only two ninety nine, and that's not even on sale. That's the regular price. Um, yep. So I hope you guys will um, seriously go take a look at that book by Craig. It's it's. It's so funny. I mean, it, I I think you need to own it because it will be a piece of election history from a great <laughs> year that you you will just laugh if you like you know satire, you know, especially you know, political satire. Oh my God, it's so funny. And uh, I'm not just saying that because I mean I I get nothing from the book except I was thanked in there and the show was mentioned. So I have been, I have been um, thanked in a CD cover and now in a book, bitches. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty important. And no, no I'm not should. calling everybody bitches. I'm just kind of. <laughs> but I appreciated that. That that meant a lot to me. 
um, but it's a, it's an excellent book. Um, I think it's a pretty quick read. I mean, don't you? I mean, it's, it's just so damn funny. You you just go through it so fast and, um, well, length, and, uh, lengthwise, it's not like it's a war, war and peace or anything like that. It's a uh, hundred and what, fifteen hundred twenty well, pages it, or so. But it has its place. <laughs> I mean, it really does because it this this whole election has been one satiric thing after the other. <laughs> and yeah, uh, Trump. You know, I really I do not want the man to be president. I, I never want him to be elected for any kind of public office. But he has made right. my job much easier this election cycle than a lot of other candidates, Hillary Clinton included. Trump just has handed me comedy material pretty much every time he opens his mouth. And there, there are oftentimes I, I have to really sit down and think, how do I make this sound even more ridiculous for a satirical take on things? And it, he's, he's proved to be quite a challenge, but uh, it, it made for some fun uh, thoughts and writings. That's that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and um, in case you guys don't know, I mean, Craig, this was your 13th book, right? Lucky number 13? Uh, yes, that's. I think that's right. <laughs> and this was volume six in the LOL at the GOP series. He, he has um, a series of books. And, I mean, at the rate they're going, I mean, he may have 100 books. Different volumes within two years. Yeah, but, yeah. I would, I would um, keep telling myself, "Gosh, when's this going to end? When will they stop providing me material?" But I, I'm not sure. It's, I don't think it's going to be anytime <laughs> soon. I've already got volume seven lined up ready to go next year. So, yeah. <laughs> I would like to see it take place at the beginning when uh, Hillary is sworn in, and where's Donald sure. Trump to be found? <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be a nice little starter. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we'll see you back here in just a couple minutes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>
carefully Let's start living dangerously probably gave it to me even though we live a thousand miles apart uh we we have another caller um 414 area code i believe that is milwaukee area i think so 414 if you're on the show with tracy and craig what's your name hello hello hi you're on the show with tracy and craig I think we lost him. Okay. Seven, maybe that was our friend Kerry Pendebaker, but I know he is out doing some last-minute um, things for his campaign in Wisconsin. We wish him all the best. Good friend of the show. Um, I know he's he's kind of on that bubble. With, um numbers aren't exactly where we would like to see them for him, but I mean, this is why you vote, right? Right on. Uh, Okay. This number's back. Let's try one more time. Okay. Hello. Hi, caller. Uh, What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi. Hi. I'm pitching a fit. And I actually... pitching a fit? Yeah. Oh. Hey, and thanks for thanks for refollowing me after I got hacked last night. I'm so sorry you went through that. Of course, we try to make sure we. I you know I always try to make sure we follow people back. I mean, if if I don't, it's not on purpose. I'm glad you told me because you're one of our faithful followers. And yeah. Well, you know that sounds like we're a cult. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, aren't you? Did, did oh, I you, thought you were. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, send your $500 monthly dues, too. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I got hacked. They they stole my password. They changed my password. I had to create a new account, and it's all kind of Russia. Hacked, but yeah, pro, you know, or Macedonia. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or a deplorable. Yeah, of course. Anyway, um, so there's I, a whole basket they, of them. Yeah, <laughs> jump in, people, just jump in. Anyway, so my job today was driving people to the polls to make sure they voted, yes. even though I How live in Texas. How was that? I knew you were doing that today. Yeah, it it I was it was me. great. People, you know, even though I live in a really red state, I live in Tennessee. And, yeah, it's a, I used to live outside Milwaukee. Anyway. Oh, okay. um, no, that's okay. I, just yeah, I, I kept my old, yeah, I, I kept my old phone number. But, anyway, okay. these people are so appreciative. They want to vote. So if anybody out there is out there and they can help, you know, because polls close at different times and people listen to you from all over, call your your precinct and say, I can get somebody to the polls. Because I'm telling you, it, it, it's so rewarding knowing that you've helped I'm someone, sure. ex, you, know, you know, have their right to vote. So, yeah, I feel pretty happy right now. Anyway, so Good. I come home. I come home and I find out, I heard about Nevada, the lawyers, Trump lawyers in Nevada. Now I hear they're in Pennsylvania claiming fraud. There's a second (laughs) lawsuit now that that they've um, now done in Pennsylvania. I mean, are they going to go through every every single state? This this is insane, and I'm really worried what tomorrow is going to look like. Yeah, I saw the judge already struck down the one in Nevada. I'm, I hadn't he- yet heard about the one in Pennsylvania. Well, if if Trump goes after all 50 states, then that that's a good thing because that means he's losing all 50 states, which is unlikely. But <laughs> unfortunately, I wish he was though. <laughs> yeah. I think is he, so. Tracy, yeah, is both, he going to take Ohio? Uh, you think he'll take Ohio? No, Craig. Craig is an Ohioan, and he probably has a little more insight. I think there's a small chance, but probably not. But Craig I, I probably. See it, I see it's kind of 49-51 in favor of Trump. I, I don't know. I, 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 I went through the electoral map, and I have 323 for Clinton, 215 for Trump, including Ohio. But the early voting numbers, Clinton leads 48% to 41% respectively, and the polls in the state of tightened in the past couple of days. Trump was up by about four or five points a week or two ago, and now bleeds between one and two. And so that, in conjunction with the early voting numbers, I, I think Clinton might have a chance in the state, but I don't know. I, I think it's pretty much a toss-up right now. Well, I hope yeah. she takes it. But you know what? It's not like Ohio has been in the past. What I've been, you know, from what I've been reading, believe me, I'm not getting my information from a television. These news reporters stink. They're horrible. Anyway, so I've been, I've been, you know, reading the Times and, and reading WAPO and, and mm-hmm. just trying to get newsprint information because they, they seem more reliable. And I guess I'm looking at watching North Carolina. 
and being in eastern Tennessee and having friends in the Raleigh-Durham area, they're really Hillary. But they said, you get out of the city, and it's really right. Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that so. kind of triangle area, I, you can usually count on it um, going blue. It's pretty liberal. Yeah. That's kind of yeah, interesting. Early voting in that state, I think, is 42% Clinton, 32% Trump for early voting in North Carolina. So it'll be interesting to see how large a margin Trump wins a state today or if he wins at all and uh, how tight it is when all is said and done. Anyway, uh, thank you for taking my call. I just I wanted to reach out to people that if they can help people get to the polls, it's really re- rewarding. Please do it. And you know what? Go Hillary. Go Hillary. Amen. And, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Let's hope it's a celebration tonight and not a wake. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't even think about that. <laughs> well, uh, anyway. Stick with us. We'll hopefully be bringing you uh, good news, I hope. We'll be live tweeting tonight. Um, I've also listed on um, our timeline several places where um, you can go and volunteer to um, you know, to sign up to to drive people, um, because you know there are a lot of people who can't drive, who can't get out, and um, you know it really is a helpful thing. Um, so, but uh, hopefully tomorrow, uh, same time, same bat channel, uh, we will be having a post election post election show, and uh, I'm I for one am. Anticipating, I thought, I hope one hell of a celebration. So, uh, hope we well, I'm, I'm heading. I'm I'm heading to my Democratic precinct now for our party. So right now it's Great. not a party yet, but <laughs> we're expecting it to be a party. So thank you guys and good luck, Hillary. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Thanks yeah, for getting thanks. out and helping. Have fun. Take care. Bye bye. Don't, don't uh, drink and too. drive. No, no. Wow, we're hearing from so many of our awesome listeners and followers today. I love this. Um, And you still have time to call in, 215-383-3795. I I kind of expected we were going to hear from people today. And um, so I'm I'm really glad that that people have called in. It's, It's we love hearing your voice. We love hearing what you have to say, and um, you know, we we welcome you know everyone's comments. Um, I, there and and there's been people on hold and they've hung up. If you're listening and you want to call back, um, I'll, we'll get your call in. It's, you know, um, we we've just had a ton of callers today, and that's been I think fun. it's a record for us. <laughs> I know it just. It's, um, definitely up there, that's for sure. But um, you know, before before we start taking a lot of phone calls, I was just, you know, I know you voted early, and I I was talking about how uh, I um, you know, walked up to my polling place, and I decided just to do a little periscope and showing people and. You know, I mean, my voice, God, I mean, it already sounds horrible because I'm sick, but 
my my voice just started cracking and I kind of had to turn it off. <laughs> and I got in there and um, you know w- went to mark my ballot and it it was such a you know overwhelming feeling. You know, um, I just thought back to you know the women's suffrage movement and how I had been there just about a month ago in um, Seneca Falls, New York. And I had gone and visited um, Harriet Tubman's home um, that, that she had made in the area and just some really special uh, places that, um, you know, have a lot to do with where we are today as a society and it shows us how far we've come and, you know, if you haven't gone out to vote, you know, please just, you know, use your head, use your smart, you're, you're all smart people, you know, do you, do you want to, do you want to set our country back 50 years and everything that the, the women and the, you know, I mean, just insert minority here, everyone that has fought um to to get the right to vote um do we do we really want to push it back where we have to just climb out of that hole again um it's time for changes it's time it's time for change in washington and um i for one i i'm excited about what the senate opportunities bring and you know, definitely the presidential race is obviously what we're the most fired up about. And I got to tell you, Craig, I when when I uh, you know was blacking in that little circle. I mean, I made sure it, I was just like, I'm gonna make sure it's all filled in. Because <laughs> I was like, I I don't want to have a hanging chat or you know something silly like that you know to to come up and my my vote not count I looked at it like three times you know after I I mean three or four times I I just I reviewed everything and I just kept you know making sure that okay okay I got it's it's all good I haven't accidentally you know voted for Roy Blunt or something insane um so uh, but it was a it was a it was a really um touching moment for me, you know, because um I you know, I come from a state where um they oppress, you know, people of color and their right to vote and um and I I've really done a lot of, of research and learning on the civil rights era, the movement. And I, I, you know, I think of people like Megger Evers, Dr. King, um, you know, Malcolm X. I, I think about, you know, the women. Um, I saw, I saw this, somebody had put up, um, it was a YouTube video. I think it was by the Hillary campaign. But um, they kind of took a look at women through the years in politics, and it, it started with um, you know uh, 
Senator you know, Jordan, and you know, of course they had Ann Richards in there, and um, you know uh, Geraldine Ferraro, and um, so you know so many women that have come before us, and I think of people like Harvey Milk. Um, you know, gay in the 70s running for an office, and he literally gave his life, you know, protecting us. He was willing to do that. And, you know, how we can't get out and vote. I think of, you know, Cesar Chavez. I mean, there's so many people that you think about that, that, you know, literally some lost their lives because, they wanted, you know, equal rights and fought for everyone's right to vote. And how anyone can stay home on this day is beyond me. Um, it, but it, it, it was, but it, it was really um, exhilarating to say the least. When, you know, when when I went and made that mark um took a picture i was it it was kind of a half joke half not but i posted an article today i can believe they actually have an article on states where you can take a selfie with your ballot i'm like is this what the world has come to but missouri was one where there was no clear law um we know tennessee you can't do it because well justin timberlake almost got in a little bit of trouble there um, for his selfie, but um, you know, I didn't see any signs. I didn't see anybody, so I pulled my camera out and I took a picture of my ballot. And uh, as far as I know, I, I I'm not on the list, uh, you know, to be picked up or anything. Who'd tonight. you vote for? No, I'm kidding. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um. And I don't use my full name here on the show, so you know, hopefully they can find me. But you never know. Um, so, how are you feeling? I mean, especially after hearing from our listeners, and I'm I'm feeling even more just fired up. Um, well, I'm not at that point yet. Uh, I. I have to wait until Hillary Clinton hopefully gets to 270 before I, I get to that point. But like I said earlier, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Or uh, 345. Or yeah, or however many you said. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> At early exit polls, I just saw Chuck Todd report that 32% find of the voters find uh, Donald Trump to be honest and trustworthy, which means 68% do not. That's good. <laughs> I, I'm actually surprised it's that high, 32%. Yeah, and, um, you know, last week we, we were going to talk a little bit about the whole FBI bullshit with Hillary. And, um, you know, I, I, I just thought it was great that over the weekend, you know, Somebody, I mean, I don't want to even want to say the guy's name. I'm just going to call him Asshat number 302 because um, there's so many of them out there. But, 
know, I mean, he, he was made. A, I'll be expecting order. a list by tomorrow with, with all these assets in order <laughs> okay. from 1 to 302. Oh, yeah. okay. I'll make sure to get that to you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, they they tried to get her in the last hour, and it didn't work. Um, and, you know, she she owned what she did. Uh, you know, F, FBI, you know, all the powers that be, she, ha- she hasn't, you know, they have found she's done nothing wrong. And, um, of course, my mom was like, well, you know, the FBI is so liberal. And I'm like, um, not really. I said, you do know that the director who did this is a Republican and once worked with Giuliani. And she was like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, that's what you get for listening to, you know, untrue reports. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because that's, that, that's what happens. <laughs> you you get the wrong information and, um, you know, but hey. Good news in my family, uh, immediate family. While my parents are voting for Trump. My wife and I voted for Clinton, my sister and her husband. So the way the way we see it, we're up plus two in our family. You know, we canceled <laughs> out their vote plus gave them additional two votes. So if we could have got the niece and nephew, um, my nephew probably would have written in Pokemon and uh, my, my niece would have voted for Hillary. So but uh, we couldn't get fake IDs in time. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not encouraging but, voter fraud. Yeah, the Democrats <laughs> are the ones who are rigging the election, but yet every report that you've heard in the last couple of weeks of people trying to vote more than once and those kind of things, they've all been Trump supporters. I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me, but. You know, and once again, well, in, in, order to un- in order to unrig the election, you have to rig the election. That's their philosophy, I guess. <laughs> However, right. that works. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think that my brain, um, my brain is too big and involved to be able to wrap it around such craziness and, um. You know, but hey, I'm a liberal elitist. Remember, we we get called that all, often, and I'm like, hey, don't thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell people when it really pisses them off. I'm like, thank you. I worked really hard on that. I appreciate <laughs> your support. It looks like we're but, getting some early exit polls. Uh... Oh, good. These are these aren't exact. These aren't exact, so I, we'll we'll see what happens. But according to the early exit polls, 17% of voters are over 65, 18% are under 30. Uh, the white college graduate votes about even, and white non-college graduate vote is leaning heavily toward Trump. Well. 
The white mm. college vote? The, the white uh, white uh, non non college votes leaning heavily toward oh. Trump. The white college votes about even. I was about to say, what school are they going to? Yeah. <laughs> And it looks like women are voting well, – white, white, white women are voting more favorably toward the Democratic candidate this time around, and white men are voting more favorably to the Republican candidate. And 52% of voters at 65 and over going for Trump. 54% uh, are against the border wall, while 40% are in favor of the border wall. And I think that's all we got so far. <laughs> I mean, just saying the word border wall. I mean, that, <laughs> oh, it makes me go crazy. <laughs> I just, it's just stupid. And I love the fact that, you know, the Latino vote in Florida is through the roof. And it wasn't even election day yet. So... You know, I was like, take that, you ass clown. <laughs> ass hat number one. Yeah. <laughs> ass hat, ass clown, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, this is a family show. Yeah. <laughs> no, kids, we are not monitored by the FCC, and... I always make this a PG-13 show, so nobody can fuss at me. <laughs> um, make it very clear. And I, I, I can't, I can't imagine what tomorrow will be like. Either way, I mean, hopefully it will be celebratory. And since you're forcing me to have James shots, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't drank for a while, but if uh, things don't go right tonight, then I might be doing a few shots tomorrow. doesn't matter what time it is. <laughs> oh, it's only 5 o'clock somewhere. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I very rarely drink, and, uh, you know, I, I, I think tonight or tomorrow will be a very good time for it. Uh, celebrate. I'm feeling pretty damn good about it. Um, I hope you're right. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. You and me both. I uh, I don't know about you, man. My DVR is gonna be clogged up with all sorts of shows. I started recording like at nine this morning, and I'm gonna put them on and just gonna, you know, see if anything of importance comes up, and um, you know, and I I want to make sure I capture the hopeful historical moment. Um, I, I am, you know, I, I am concerned about, um, I'm truly concerned about what could possibly happen, um, if, and hopefully Hillary is elected. So people, please, 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 please be careful tonight. Um, if you're going to a party, have a driver, use Uber, it's so cheap, or Lyft, it's so cheap. Don't don't put your lives at risk. We want you around and 
Um, but also be careful because I, you know, I, I, I think there are, will be some pretty angry uh, Trump supporters out there tonight, and uh, you just don't know. Um, you know, do you think there's going to be any issues that come around if she wins? Hey, Craig. Okay, Craig has dropped. Um, but you know, as I was saying, I hope that you guys will, um, you know, just just use um, safety tonight. Um, you know, I'm not trying to be one of those conspiracy theorists, but um, we do want to make sure that. Um, you guys are safe. Be aware of your surroundings. Uh, but damn it, have fun. Tonight's gonna. Tonight will be a historical night. I just, I, I just know it, and uh, I feel it. And what um, do I gotta say about that? To finish the show, I feel like I have to play this song one more time. Do you guys know a uh, punk rock band got in touch with me? And they sound like some of my favorite old bands of yesteryear. And uh, they are very anti-Trump. And I'm going to end the show with this song. Uh, Thank you guys again for tuning in. Thank you all that called in. Remember, we'll be live tomorrow, um, 2.30. I hope you guys will call in. I hope we're going to have one hell of a party on the air. Um, That's the plan. (laughs) So be safe tonight. If you haven't voted, you still got time. Get up there and just do it. Good night, everybody. I am officially running for president of the United States.
dream is dead.